The Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. One day the Word came walking down the road On his way to Jairus' house And a certain woman with an issue of blood Heard that he was healing, doing good She said with her mouth If I can touch his clothes I know I will, I know I shall be Crowded through the crowd, ever so bold She touched him and she was made whole She laid hold on the word, she laid hold on the word And it worked for her, yes it worked for her She laid hold on the word, she laid hold on the word And it worked for her, she was made whole crowd who touched me who touched me he said the woman now healed trembling fell before him told him all the truth and what she did he said to her he called her daughter daughter your faith made you whole It worked for her. She laid hold on the word. She laid hold on the word. And it worked for her. She was made whole. She laid hold on the word. She laid hold on the word. And it worked for her. Yes, it worked for her. She laid hold on the word. She laid hold on the word. This is David Engels, and you're listening to the Hour of Anointing. Cast thy bread upon the waters, for thou shalt find it after many days. Ecclesiastes 11 and 1. You know, one of the most exciting things that uh, I've discovered about God's law of sowing and reaping was the, is the fact that financial harvests are not seasonal. If you plant year-round, you can be receiving year-round. Don't misunderstand. I'm not saying that your harvest will come instantly. It usually won't. You may have to wait for it for several months. And What I'm saying is if you'll keep planting consistently, you'll receive just as consistently. 
you'll continually cast your bread on the water, the word says it will come. It will, you will find it after many days. Of course, some people never get to enjoy constant blessing. That's because instead of giving, they keep waiting to receive. They stand on the beach saying, I wonder where my prosperity is. As soon as it comes in, then I'll start giving. Well, God's economy doesn't work that way. He said give. We have to give. We have to go out in front and give. Say, give, and it will be given to you again. The way you measure it, it shall be measured back to you. Luke 6, 38. You have to make the first move. You have to send a ship out before your ship can come in. Now, you think about that next time you're tempted to complain about the things that life brings your way. Remember that whatever you've been casting out, there's always uh, something on the end of the line you're going to be bringing in. If you've been given doubt... Unbelief, fear, that's what has been coming back to you. If you've been giving nothing, then nothing is what you get. You're holding the seeds of your own future in your hand right now. Step out in faith and use them to put the supernatural cycle of God's blessing in motion for you. Start planting one good seed after another, after another, after another. Eventually, you'll enjoy a good harvest every single day. One time my son, uh, after a camp meeting service one night, he said, uh, uh, how much do you get if you put this much in, a certain amount of money? I said, well, uh, he said, do you, do you get a hundred times that? And I said, well, that's what the Bible says. You get you get a hundred full return. I said, but let me tell you what I'm going to advise you to do. You just start giving, 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 and kind of almost forget about from the standpoint of keeping books. Just give and give and give from the standpoint of the giving part. Just give and give and give. And I said, and before long, next thing you know, you're going to be getting and getting and getting while all the time you're giving and giving and giving. You know, that's the word of God. Give it, it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, shall men give unto your bosom. Uh, I have a book for a text. It's called The Power of the Positive Confession of God's Word. It's written by writings by Don Gossett and E.W. Kenyon. And uh, Brother Don Gossett uh, is the, and Joyce, they are the publisher's of this great uh, book and we've also recorded this on uh, audio cassette and we have it in a two tape set and many people or, or s several people have said uh, they think that's the best thing we ever got involved with because it's so strong and so good and I believe that you're going to really enjoy these broadcasts and so we're really using this as our text and we're going to tell you how you can get this two tape set at the end of today's broadcast and we'll be telling that along you know we're talking about confession now and this is from the text of right and wrong confession from the uh, textbook we're using the power of the positive confession of God's word by Don Gossett and E.W. Kenyon. Our confession must center around uh, several things. One, our confession must center around what God in Christ has wrought for us. That means we're going to have to get in the Bible and find that. There's going to be a little bit of digging on our part, but it's going to be richly rewarding. Find out what God in Christ has wrought for us already. Second, what God, through the Word and the Spirit, has wrought in us. In other words, what has happened to me? Who am I because of this? And thirdly, what we are to the Father in Christ. How God looks at us as being in Christ. Uh, we need to find out about that. And then last of all, what God can do through us or what God's Word will do in our lips. You know, you can't confess or witness about things that you don't know about. It's what you have seen and heard that counts in the courtroom of the land. It's what you know personally about Jesus Christ and about 
what you are in Christ that really counts. That's why we need to find out about that and meditate that. How few of us dare to confess to the world what the Word declares that we are in Christ. Take this scripture. Wherefore, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. 2 Corinthians 5.17 No, we are not just forgiven sinners, poor, weak, staggering, sinning church members. We are the new creations created in Christ Jesus with the life of God and the nature of God and the ability of God in us. What a stir it's making in today's believers as we've begun to confess that we are absolutely redeemed. We're not hoping that things are going to turn out all right. No, we know that we are saved and that he is able to keep that which we've committed to him against that day. We are who God says we are. Ephesians 1 and 7 and 8. In whom we have our redemption through his blood, the remission of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace, which he made to abound toward us in all wisdom and prudence. That would mean and does mean that Satan's dominion has been broken in our lives. He lost his dominion over your life the moment you became a new creation. You say, well, I didn't know that. Well, this is good news today. You received a new Lord, Jesus Christ. He's the one reigning over you. Satan's dominion has ended, and Jesus' dominion has begun. Disease and sickness, they can no longer lord it over you. The old habits can no longer lord it over you. You are a new creation in God's family created in Christ. What a stir there is going on now as we confess. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. This is the word of the Lord. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. We confess that boldly and enjoy the strength of it. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. How can we get excited about this? Because, because God is for us, then who can be against us? That's the big question. This is a very revolutionary thing that is being taught from God's word that our confession as we stand before the world is God is with me this morning. God is in me now. First John 4, 4, let's read. Ye are of God, my little children, and have overcome them. Did you know that's past tense? We need to act like that we have overcome. And it goes on to say, God's word says, Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So I can fearlessly say, and you can too, God is in me now. Why don't you say it with me now? God is in me now. Let's say it. God is in me now. The master of creation is in me. What a confession, right? You face life fearlessly. You know now that greater is he that is in you than all the forces that could be arrayed against you. You are facing bills that you cannot pay. You're facing enemies that you have no ability to conquer, and yet you face them fearlessly, knowing that with triumph you'll meet him. And you say with, with great confidence, he preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He anoints my head with oil. I am filled with joy and victory because God has taken me over. He is fighting my battles. I'm not afraid of circumstances because I can do all things in him, in Christ, who strengthens me. He's not only the strength of my life, but he is at my right hand. He is my salvation. Whom shall I fear? 
He throws light upon the problems of life that I know how to act intelligently every moment. He is my salvation. Jesus is my deliverance from every trap the enemy sets for me, from every snare in which he would try to enslave me. God is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? I'm not afraid of anything. I have no fear because this God of omnipotence is on my side, and God, this God of omnipotence, is in me. This is my continual confession. I confess that I have a redemption that God planned and wrought in Christ. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Ingalls' products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for radio time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls.